0: Coming up next, we've got NHL and NBA playoffs, my experience at the Kentucky Derby, and our special guest, Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith, who just won the 144th Kentucky Derby. All that and more on the Weekly Pass. You're
1: tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now. Let the my
2: first This is Welcome back
0: to the Weekly Pass. I am Bonnie Jill Laughman. I was not here last week, but my fabulous co host took over we were it was great, right? We were here.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> took over and you leave absent. So we it, missed you.
0: Yeah. I know, I always miss you guys. And it looked like it was a fun show. It we was. had a great time, yeah. yeah. Talking second round, NBA, NHL. Mm-hmm. NHL, I know. We had vets on your outfit. We did. <laughs> all that. Um, you can find us at the BJL Weekly Pass on Twitter. And we're going to start, re- I keep saying this, but we're going to start getting really active on this. I think we're going to mm-hmm. have our millennial David no. take over that. Because that's
3: like, right? I'm doing all like the hockey running. stuff. <laughs> I hey, I've, I've been doing hockey stuff, but not so much NBA and whatnot.
0: Um, you can catch me personally at BJ Laughlin on Twitter and at Bonnie Jill on Instagram and Facebook. And David. Oh yeah, you where. can catch
1: me at uh, David H. Bloom on Instagram and Twitter. It's easy. My <laughs> name. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> Throw an peasy.
3: H in there. Nice. You can find me at Becky Sotero on all social media. Join us for the live chat. We see you. We see you. Talk to us. And this will be a good time for people to come in and chat because
0: they may not know a lot about horse racing. So this is their time to kind of ask some questions. What do you all think? Love it. Yeah, for Love sure.
3: It. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be exciting. to Have them on. And
0: don't be afraid to ask a question that mm-hmm. you may think is you know silly or you know because.
3: Not, not a lot of people not, know.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't know. But you know, before we dive into that, let's get into ho- hockey, which is yeah. Becky's favorite. And yeah. tell me what happened to your penguins.
3: Y'all. Y'all. Because well, that okay. that's, that's penguins, the All right. Right. right, all right, all right. I, hey, I can pen. concede when a, when hockey is played uh-huh. at its best... May the best team win, and the Caps, after 20 years, are now going to be in the Eastern Conference Final. I think that deserves an applause. Get to them. Yeah, I'll, okay. give, them. I'll applause. give them Uh Ovechkin, first time in 10 years, he's going to see, see. I'm happy for him. Yes, and I'm not going to lie. Okay, so Game Six, that was a surprise. We all thought it was going to Game Seven, but the Pens did not show up. I mean, almost the entire game. I didn't have to go to the gym by the way because my heart rate was like <laughs> out of control. <laughs> but the Pens just didn't show up. There was hardly any offense. They had no one in front of the net. Malkin was non-existent. Crosby was struggling. And the Caps just Why was up. Crosby struggling? Uh, he's hit or miss, I feel like, these days. Ever since his concussions, I just don't think he plays his full capacity. When he's on, nobody can beat him offensively. Right, that's what I thought. So. Yeah. No, he's
1: one of the greatest in
3: this yeah. entire right, league. Right, so that's why but, when you say struggling, well, I want to know,
0: because I didn't watch the game, that series, sure, what happened?
3: Sure. Well, I think nerves don't typically get the best of the team, but the problem is, is that Crosby's not like a LeBron. He can't hold the team by himself. Right, And there was just no offense. The defense was doing okay, but Latang was slow, it just was not their best game, and when you're I- into an elimination game, game six for a team that is hungry or against a team that's hungry, mm-hmm. you're going to fall short. Yeah, so. that's
1: a team that's really hungry. Really I mean, a hungry. Team that hasn't been to the Eastern Conference Finals in that years? long. Twenty years. And with a player yep. as great as Ovechkin, who yeah. like desperately wants yeah. to do something like memorable with his career, like good for
0: them. But right. I want him to finally get the cup. You know, I
1: and do that's too. One and thing
3: that you know you kind of want to see a legend like that go down with, right? Exactly, Mm -hmm. and that's the story of the the finals this year, is that Mm -hmm. apart from Tampa Bay, we are surprised, everyone's surprised about how these series are going. I mean, let's talk about the Knights. The Knights um, took care of San Jose. And by the way, let's also talk about a Twitter battle between the Kings, the Sharks, and the Knights. It has been (laughs) quite entertaining. Really? What do you mean by that? So the Kings are like... Throwing shade to the Twitter handle, yeah. Follow the Kings if you don't. But they're really? throwing, they've always done shade. that
0: though. Like if you ever if you follow the Kings Twitter yes. handle, they've always gone back and forth. and They've said some funny things. But follow they're the Kings a, on social
3: media. Maybe they've stepped it up. But now. they're getting under the the. Skin but the Kings of the sharks. aren't in anymore. They're not. But they're trying. <laughs> they're trying to throw some sh- some shade. And it's like, okay, I, I worked for the team. I get you won two Stanley Cups, but. The knights are playing incredibly. There's no, there, there's nothing you can say about the way that they're playing. And for an inaugural team making, that's it as what far I as th- now. You know, with them being this new team, and people kind of thought the odds were yeah. against them, right? So right. people oh, were
0: completely. saying that some of the players were. Now I'm going to use the words, you know, bums, but skies that they didn't think mm-hmm. would, you know, be on another team and would su- succeed. And so now look at, yeah. I, I kind of mm-hmm. like the underdog. They didn't
3: type of think feel. that they would be as cohesive. They thought it would take a the few chemistry, years. yeah, yeah, right. especially Ooh, for that's with any team,
1: yeah, sure. and right. the fan base there too, because. It's an expansion team. Mm-hmm. It's the players that the other teams don't want from right. their teams given to you to say, hey, build a franchise, do something good. But I mean mm-hmm. they have Marc Andre Fleury who's y- old, Unstoppable but when he's, he's unstoppable. On. Yeah. They have like Carlson and mm-hmm. Neil. Mm-hmm. And they just they gelled really well. They did. And the did. fan base there is much better than people thought. Oh, well, and yeah. that's the argument,
3: though, is that and a lot? Lo- of people, these are
1: locals, by the way. They're not no, like they're, just people at like tourists. They're I'm, local
0: Vegas the fan bases. But right. listen,
3: they're not. But that's what people are upset about is that they're upset that, they're upset that there's bandwagoners. Well, of course, they don't well, have. That was the first
0: season, if, what do you exactly.
3: Mean? <laughs> well, that's the argument is that like, apparently they're being really difficult. Like, there's been rumors of Kings fans almost getting ran over by fans when they went to Vegas. Like, oh, there's a really? lot of real, a lot of tension. However, I will say when the Kings swept the Blues in 2012. We were not really the nicest fans either. We so. are
1: not, not. We are terrible fans. Yeah. yeah, do not let us win another cup. Yeah, Rangers and Devils. Like we will come for you again <laughs> right. and again Hockey and again. Fans
0: are pretty crazy. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're good passionate. fans. Yeah, I'll say passionate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they will. I mean, I've seen some of the fans, and They'll you're like, oh you. yeah, they will.
1: Cut they you. will. It's a game you have to be passionate about because watching, mm-hmm. it's not. It's a very fast-paced game if you think about it, but the scoring is so it's so low-scoring most right, of the time. Every right. every it's goal intense. is
3: so hard earned. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. hard earned that yeah. you got to
1: be there and there and yeah. there and like watching the team on offense and go back on defense and plays in right. the forecheck. Yeah, it's you are in it. Yeah, for all um, all sixty
3: minutes. Okay, so let's talk about the Preds and the Jets game seven tomorrow. No one thought this would get to a game seven series. I was series. in
0: Nashville when they when they lost, and those were you? Yeah, and mm. those Predder fans were. Oh, depressed. no, again,
3: they thought it would be another steamroll. yeah. This has just been the story
0: they of They were all, the, like, shocked. They're like, we can't
3: believe we just lost. And they were up 3-1, I think, yeah. and then the first half, and then they just— Yeah, Winnipeg's putting it together, so that's going to be a really exciting game. We'll see who um, the Knights are going to be facing the Western Conference final. Yeah, so the Knights won. will be playing the, the winner of what game? The, either the Pred. Winnipeg Jets or the Preds. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think that will be? I I had the Preds and Winnipeg's coming out, so I, I think that Winnipeg's got the definite momentum.
1: I want to see right. I want to see Winnipeg because they were a team that was also mm-hmm. like bad a couple years ago. Yeah. They weren't, and mm-hmm. I mean like Patrick Linea is doing pretty good. Like I I want to see them do. good. I just think I want to I, see Winnipeg and Las Vegas do good. Okay, I
3: want to see the Knights and the Caps. I think that would be such an incredible story for the for the Stanley Cup. That's final. what I think because there's so many storylines, so much mm-hmm. you know, so many me chills. And more than
0: before. I've been to that arena, the T-Mobile Arena, not for a hockey mm-hmm. game but for a George Strait concert. That is a pretty
1: badass arena. Yeah, too. they built that thing nice, and yeah. I've seen it. I've, I mean, watch nights yeah. games. Like mm-hmm. it's the atmosphere is amazing. You, it's like perfect. It's yeah. amazing for a for mm-hmm. a team in their inaugural season. Right. It's amazing. But
0: for real hockey fans, mm-hmm. David and Becky, is it sort of like okay? inaugural team wins it, are fans going to be upset, kind of, that they've won it because they feel like it wasn't, you know, earned or it wasn't, you know what I mean, they haven't put the years in I and mean, they don't the, have the, the the real you know, foundation of these fans that the other teams yeah, have. Yeah, they'll
3: always be that, I think. Yeah. They didn't put in their time, but I think that if you're a true hockey fan, you respect good hockey. And, and you Knights look at each play- player individually yes. instead of the team. And these are not yeah. brand new players. They brought up right. from the minors. These yeah. are professional players. Oh, they course. brought from different yeah. teams. So they have the credentials. Yeah, it's an, an inaugural team. But the players themselves, I mean, look at flurry He's been in the, mm-hmm. he has two Stanley Cups under his belt already. So. I think there's a misconception. People who don't know
0: hockey are probably thinking that these are a lot of rookies or guys that are pulled up or not. Well, no. You're saying by kids when it's actually established hockey players yeah, that, they that have draft, been in the for a long time. Yeah, the
1: way they drafted was they drafted like a win now mentality. Mm-hmm. Right. Old guys who they knew could produce, like Flurry. Yeah, I think that's probably the best example of what oh, they were yeah. trying to do, and it's worked out. And McNabb came
3: from the from the Kings. McNabb is mm-hmm, defensively exactly. stepping up, and he kind of fell behind in the Kings. You know, I, I don't know. It's can insane. they can they win it all? Yes, yes, they very much can. Yeah, wow. I, think, I think if they get in the wow. then the final, they could. Because here's the thing: too. the Caps right now are like on this high, but I hope that they don't play against now a veteran and very experienced playoff team in right. the Lightning. And, and just lose it you but it's know? so
0: funny you look at like the NFL or the NBA mm-hmm. and it's always talking about who has playoff experience mm-hmm. and that holds such a high regard now yes. you look at the Golden Knights Yep,
1: that's it's not mattering they they am I right have.
3: no but that's why the Golden Knights yeah. and the Caps could be such an incredible series is either both of them have right. no experience and they play well on the road mm-hmm.
1: yeah they do yeah which is a big part of this season. Huge,
3: yeah. but you, you know, yeah. I just hope the Caps can.
0: I'm actually maybe <laughs> I'm a bandwagoner, but I'm pulling for the Golden Knights too. Yeah. But yeah. I like their name too because it goes back to the army, and I flew with the Golden Knights before and jumped out of a plane. So yeah, like, girl. I'm, and I, have, mm-hmm.
3: I got that. I like the you got background. I like gonna it. I'm going to be a bandwagoner. And no, I'm going you're not for the a Golden bandwagoner. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I will fight it to my core. That it's not about being like you said. It's not being a bandwagoner. It's their first season. It's the fact that fans who have been a fan of these teams for like the Kings for you know 40 plus years, they're like, oh, you know, we have the the fan power. But you know what? Vegas. Go Vegas. Yeah. Like, they're killing it right you now. You for
1: good hockey. Yeah. yeah. You just want to see good hockey. Not mm-hmm. saying, like, you're a fan of the team, but yeah. if the games are good and the team has a good underdog right. story, you can't help but now. get excited for
3: them. No. And Is that fair to say? No, not... Exactly. And yeah. I, that's why I was upset about this whole Twitter wars. It was so petty. It's like, you need to respect... Good hockey. Right. the Kings yeah, were do. just, a little, they went a little bit too right. far. Right. Um, well, I was at, in
0: Louisville, at yeah, Kentucky you Derby. Mm-hmm. And that is, I was trying to like add it up. I think it's like my 15th, 16th Derby that wow. I've been to wow. consecutively. How did it compare? Um, they're always good. I mean, this one, it was pouring rain. But that didn't matter because I'd been there rain or shine. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing I always get concerned about is when it's, you know, the slop, the, you know, the safety of the riders, the you horses, know, or the true. horses. So that was my only concern. But it's always just a good time. I don't know if any of y'all have been to Kentucky, but the Louisville itself is just, they've got that, really that southern hospitality, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the ambiance, the fashion, the mint juleps, you know. Mm. The greatest two minutes in sports. I can go on and on and yeah. on. So it's a it's a good time. Um, oh, there's my love my dress. it.
3: <laughs> you looked fabulous. I guessed blue, so I lost this bet. But I think Josh guessed red. He might have sort of throwing so a I red think in there. I he did. Yeah.
1: I you guess my guess was tan. So I'm just
3: right. you're neutral.
0: neutral. I'm, I'm in the middle.
3: You're Switzerland. Yeah. We get it. And
0: um, people were like, oh wait, that kind of like I was kind of like joking around. It's kind of like my sombrero. But it also that day fell on Cinco de Mayo.
2: <laughs> oh, very well planned. I love so it. So it's Looking kind it of like well. the Cinco de Mayo the slash yeah. like
0: Derby. You know. incredible. Um, and did you guys
3: watch the race? I did not, but what? I heard about okay. the weather. I don't know and if, you, if yes, you watched the race. I heard about
1: the weather and the Well, outcome. look at this picture.
3: They're going to show the picture. Oh, my goodness. Look at that slop. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Wow. Were you guys covered in the seats? Yeah, because we sit up
0: in the Millionaire's Row, which has the sky okay. terrace as covered. But when you go out to the terrace, you get little... Um, what well, you can see, um, Marissa <laughs> wants to play this. this We're gonna a, show some videos. Let's just here. say I was a little bit excited for Mike Smith to. Um, to <laughs> That's me screaming.
2: <laughs>
0: I had no voice. <laughs> 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 so good. I was so excited. Well, it's, you know, it's exciting when you have a friend. You know it's, you know how it lays yeah. kind of differently yeah. when you watch a game or someone you actually know. Of course. Um, and, and he's been a really good friend of mine. So we were so excited. And, you know, considering he's, you know, one of the best jockeys of all time. I'm talking about Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Mm-hmm. He's only won the Derby. This is only his second time. Mm-hmm.
3: But so, twenty six you know, breeders cups, yes. yeah, hello, yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. He's the man. So um it was exciting just to you know to see him win. And you know normally the favorite with the Derby, it's such a wide open field. Mm-hmm. It's hard to ever pick. You know, mm-hmm. everyone goes, Who, who's going to win? I don't sure. know. It's hard. Right. And usually. The favorite doesn't always win, you know. So no, Justify's right. been the favorite, and people are wondering, you know, he's undefeated, but he didn't race as a two-year-old. You know, how well would he do in a different track? You know, there's so many different things. You remember these are animals that sure. are used to certain things, and he's mm-hmm. you know he races out here in the West Coast at Santa sure. Anita and didn't he win in Sierra. April mm-hmm. uh, the horse Santa Anita Derby? So yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, horse racing happens only you know three times a year, mm-hmm. the Kentucky Derry Preakness, and the Belmont, but it's year-round, and these horses, you know, they get used to certain tracks, sure. certain weather, you know, all.
3: That's what I was wondering is how I want to ask him about the weather. How does this horse train for that? Honestly. And you just never know. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. He was out of gate 11, wasn't he? I think that was an advantage to them. I'd l- I want to yeah. know about that, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. good, because I think for our you know our viewers, they should ask some questions that, yeah. you know, that make them wonder, you know, because it is a different, if you think about it, horse racing is such a different
3: sport. Than, oh, <laughs> them. incredibly. Than sports, well, and you know? people think that these jockeys are just sitting on a horse. There's so much They're they have so to know, so much athleticism. There's too much,
1: honestly, like, thinking, because they, you just see, and you see, okay, the horses are running. Around in a circle, and then one of them... No, no, it's so much more than right. that. It's the training, training, it's the effort by the jockeys, it's everything they do to make, like... It's, sure. It's their, it's like their horse. Yeah. And- it's it's a it's an amazing you know, it's sport. Not like, it really is.
0: It's also you never know the horses have bad days just like we do. So exactly. they don't they don't want to unpredictable. Yeah, it's yeah. unpredictable. Maybe they don't want to run. Maybe they don't like this. They don't you know something. They, you know they're funny. It's like real. we don't want to get our our our, <laughs> our, our, our hooves, stand, yeah. our hooves <laughs> in the mud. Um, who who were your guys' picks? I know you I got, think Justify. Oh, you did
3: because I, you didn't hear the story. Oh, I'm no, sure because the name. Or, the name. I oh, Were well, you a fan of the show? Okay, no. Oh, so, okay. I don't know. Justin Timberlake's first album was Justify. This, just, it was this justified, choice. IED. But, but yes. I thought, you know, there's a tie. And sync just got their star the day before. I was like, there's like stars and anyway. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. Don't judge because isn't justify a TV show? Am I making it that up? No, okay. no, it is. No mm-hmm. no, It is. You're right. And yeah. what was your? Pick? You picked dead
1: last, Ireland. Yeah, my pick may have got dead last. Oh, you you picked the Ireland. Pick. Mm-hmm. I may have. <laughs> I may <laughs> have gone for the. They've never won before.
3: And. Why not, but Bonnie Joe? Was he your pick? Justify?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously because of Mike as well. But then I had him in a trifecta, yeah. and you know, oh. I actually hit the trifecta. But since it was all favorites, I didn't win. Okay. Big, big, big. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, normally, if there's a long shot in there, sure. like My boy Jack or some of the other ones. Oh, that of course, came in, Then yeah. it's you know you yeah. by the odds you know you yeah. kind of want. Okay. Yeah, I've long never shot. really known how
3: the betting works. It's good to you know you want a long shot for okay. money wise. Okay, well, yeah, because e-
0: otherwise it's like even money. Like I end up kind of just having breaking even. Gone yeah, bets. that's how
1: okay. bets work. Like the like the worse the odds, sure. the more money you're going to win. That's right. how it works.
0: Um, funny, mm, um, work. Bob Bafford, um, the trainer of Justify, Hall of Fame trainer. He was uh interviewed by TMZ when he landed back in Los Angeles, and okay. it was funny what he said um, about Justify. <laughs>
2: You know what? I have really good clientele. They, you know, put a lot of money up. They're serious about it, and uh, we have a good staff. And you know, you know, we get a—it's like being a
3: coach. You get a good—if you get LeBron, you better win. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You compared this horse to LeBron. Well, he—he looks like LeBron. Yeah, he's big, <laughs> powerful, athletic, fast. So uh, very rare, very rare. You know, he's—he's a beast. Does he have a chance at the Triple Crown? Well, we got to get to the next one first. Yeah. that's that's ways off. That's all. I, um, he's good now. He's good. He, is, is he up there with American Pharaoh? Oh, he's up there with him. Yeah. Wow. Outstanding horse. Now, you, now, out of horse trainers, you're the second most successful horse trainer of all time. Five, five Kentucky Derbies. Um, yeah. Well, I just feel fortunate. I mean, no, I mean, you are. You're synonymous with. You know, you're, you're basically LeBron James for horse trainers. Would you ever be the Michael Jordan? <laughs> I'd like to get paid like LeBron James. Then <laughs> <for> we <once, laughs> all. Well, Congratulations, man! Your, your class act. You have the best head of hair. The best <laughs> head of hair. Purple shampoo. <laughs> yes, yes. This is true. Well, purple shampoo. It really works for bl- blondes, light-colored hair. I'm oh, saying. really? It's yeah. It's huge. I didn't know it's that. A, it's a thing. Yeah. Purple oh, shampoo. Okay. Well, he does yeah. have a great head of hair. So yeah,
0: it's nice to see this. You know, and I'll talk about this with Mike. The bond between this trainer and uh, jockey because they've been, you know, uh, bonded. You know, Baffert always puts Mike on his horses, sure. and you know, to see. With you know a combination like that with a with a horse mm. as good as Justify it'll be interesting really. to see what happens in the Preakness which is in two weeks and then after right. that you know going for the third leg which would be the Triple Crown Yeah, mm-hmm. which, which would be is crazy which on. is
1: so rare I think American Pharoah did it in 15 mm-hmm. right and yeah. before that it's just it's you have to, it's not only winning winning one race right. is hard enough but to win all three it's And people don't realize it's really tough. You know, it's hard, you know, to do that, you know,
0: every two weeks. And it's different tracks. And there's so many, you know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. so many elements. there's so many factors and,
1: like, variables that you You, you can't even account for. You, it may say sunny. The weather could say sunny the entire time, and it could start pouring. Oh, and
0: that's exactly what happened in Louisville. It said that it was going to be 80 degrees sunny, and then it was pouring rain. And and do you you know that is the first time in Kentucky Derby history that it had that much rain? really three inches of rain yeah and it was actually raining wow. at post time which you know normally it kind of subsides and it, you know mm-hmm. Kentucky's one of those places where it like you know flies in in the storm and then you know it's gone yeah it's, but no it like it held on so um, but I'm glad you guys both well you picked Justify I did but how about in the Preakness you guys will have to pull for mine <gasps> yeah. I, I don't <laughs> think I, I don't
1: think I can like I have to now right I definitely have to well, yeah definitely
0: <laughs> um, do we have Mike on the line Yes. Hey Mike, thanks for joining us. Yeah,
4: no problem. Thanks for having
0: me. Are you coming off your high yet? Or are you still <laughs> celebrating? <laughs> I
4: think I might have even blown up a little higher. <laughs>
0: um, how are you feeling now? I mean, now that it's you know everything's kinda of subsided and you're, you know, getting ready for the prequest what are your thoughts and feelings after uh, winning, you know, your second, you know, Hall of Fame jockey, you know, big money Mike, you've done everything, but this is only your second derby win.
4: I'm well, in, mean, but beside myself. It's getting better as as each day goes by. To be honest with you, I just can't can't stop getting over how how wonderful this horse ran. Man, he just ran a tremendous race. And just very proud to be part of the whole team. You
0: know. So when you cross the finish line, what was going through your mind? I mean, the other time that you won the Derby, you, you were on Giacomo, sixty to one, and now you've got Justify, and you just win the Kentucky Derby, the 144th running of the Derby. <laughs> Well, it
4: wasn't it, you know expected the first time and it was of course the first time that you do it, so everything mm-hmm. was just uh, kind of an out of body experience. Where this was it was you know he was a favorite, so it was a, a big uh, sigh of relief. Uh, uh, just uh, just very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just thankful that I pulled it off, and and, and uh, you know and as as like I said, as the days are, are coming on now, now I can kind of really let it soak in and, and enjoy it a whole lot more, but. Uh, it was just a big relief to start with.
0: <laughs> and, you know, we were expecting something big when you crossed the finish line. And, Mike, you didn't do anything. I wanted you to put your arms up. You know, you did it when you came back around, but everyone was waiting for something big at the finish line. But you were just focusing right right in that uh, stretch, right?
4: Yeah, you know, I just didn't want to move around on it too much, to be <laughs> honest with you. You know, I just didn't want to be, you know, you know, after a mile and a quarter running that hard that fast, you know, you, you, you get to in your body weight around. Sometimes, you know, you who knows he might can hurt him a little bit so yeah. i was just wanting to just be as steel and pull up as nice and easy and slow as i is as, if as, as he wanted just kind of let him kind of take his time to gather himself and pull up nice and safe to, so we can head on to the next
2: one
0: now mike you broke really good from the gate and you got the lead but i saw the fraction in the first quarter and it was 22 and one and then 45 and three at the half and i was thinking to myself mike he's going too fast you know is he gonna have enough horse left um Talk a little bit about that because you seem like he was going pretty easy, but the fractions were high. Yeah, I
4: mean, I was forced to go that fast. I didn't have much choice. You know, I had a horse on the outside pushing me, so right. I mean, it was. Uh, you certainly, I certainly didn't want to let him <clears throat> get in front of me and shove me in behind uh, the pace setter. And then I, then I'm trapped and stuck, and mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm going to have to take you know a lot of mud in the face. So. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's lightly raced. He's only been three. I just wanted him to have a good clear trip. If it was a little on the fast side I thought that he was certainly capable of it. I mean, I know the ability that he has and I thought he could handle something like that. And I was just uh you know, very very confident that he could and, and it it all all it all just paid off. Although we were going quick, if you'll take a look at the race, they were all the contenders were right around me. They were mm-hmm. they weren't far off me. I mean you had both the aura right to my outside. Yeah, had Good Magic right in behind me. I, I, you know, and So I figure if I'm going fast, they're going fast as well. So we'll just have to hope we can hold any closers off. And when Good Magic came at me, man, he just jumped in the bridle and, and gave me every indication that he wasn't about to give up. And, of course, that made me feel a whole lot better.
0: Now, Mike, we were talking about the rain. It was over three inches of rain, which is not normal for usually during the race. It was one of the biggest rain in Kentucky Derby history. How did the track feel? And to justify, he handled it pretty well. I know in his second start at Santa Anita, he um, ran in the rain. So how did he feel? He felt great.
4: I mean, it got pretty pretty deeper than than, than normal that it normally does there at Churchill when it gets wet. It usually gets really Kind of hard, hard and fast, but he got pretty sticky there for 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 that race. And uh, but he's such an athlete, man. He handled it so well. I, I think that uh, you could run just about over anything. You could run him on a, on a on a very soft turf course, and I don't think he'd mind it.
0: How does he compare to Arrogate and Zenyatta and some of the other horses that you have ridden, Mike? Because you've ridden some of the top horses, you know, in the world. Yeah. Oh, he's just
4: incredible. They all are. Arrogate is a machine. You know, Zenyatta was. Well, Geniata. I mean, they, they all just, in their own right, man. They're just unbelievably talented, and they have a, a brilliant mind that goes along with with all the talent they have. And you know, that's the it factor. When you can get a horse that, with that kind of ability and talent, to, you got you get a mind to go with it. That's that's the key right there. You know, a lot of a lot of times you get one or the other. You don't get them both. And 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 he has he has the it factor.
0: Now, Mike, you tend to have a real, you know, strong bond with your horses. For our, you know, viewers and listeners who don't know about horse racing, you really do have to get that bond with the horse and almost become one with them.
4: Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's about it's about blending in with them and not, not them with you. Uh, you know, on 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 the racetrack, it's their time, and you got to just kind of become part of them and and and. Get along with them really, really good, and, and uh, we seem to get along very, very well. Of course, I'm, I'm sure a lot of other guys would get along with
3: him just, just just as well. <laughs> yes, you sure do, Mike. This is Becky. Such a pleasure meeting you. Congratulations on 26 Breeder Cup wins, and now this huge win! Wow, uh, pleasure to meet you here. We would love to know when was it? Was there a particular point when you knew Justify was special? I mean, as Bonnie Jill mentioned, you've ridden on a lot of very special horses. Is there? a moment you can pin down when you're like this is a special a special horse.
2: Well they
4: they they knew it early on actually even before he ran. Uh, I mean he's been he everything he does is, is is above average man. I mean he's just he's such an athlete. I mean his his works before he ran first time out were just incredible. He was working with some really good horses that that have already proven themselves and he was just crushing them. So he was already giving them, you know, signs that uh, he was something special. Now it has to, you know, carry over to the afternoon, which is a which is a tough part. A lot of times you'll get horses that'll do it in the AM; they just mm-hmm. don't do it in uh, the mm-hmm. afternoon when it's time to run. And after you watch him run the first time, you ran, you mm-hmm. knew there was something special. And then, then it's a big question of will he get around two turns? And, and after he did that, uh, the second time out, well, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were off to the races so to say
3: yeah now for people who don't know a lot about being a jockey there is so much athleticism that require that you require can you talk about something in your training routine that maybe the average person may not know that goes into your training
4: well i just train a lot period I and mean, i don't train anything any any different really than any other athlete i just you know i, I just stay at it i make it a way of life i go anywhere from mm-hmm. five to six days a week and uh You know, riding is a lot of legs, a lot of (laughs) core, yeah, uh, yeah, and and lungs, man. You got to learn how to breathe, man. You have to uh, if you're not if you're not getting air to the to the to the you're not getting oxygen to the muscles. I don't care how fit or strong you are, you're gonna Mm. you're gonna fail. You'll have you'll hit fatigue a whole lot faster. So you got to learn to actually breathe, you know, and take some air and uh, calm down, get into a rhythm, just like you'd ask a horse to, you know. Sure.
1: Uh hey Mike, it's uh David speaking. Wonderful to meet you.
4: Oh, nice to
1: meet you. Yeah, nice, uh first of all, of course, congratulations. I mean, such a huge win and I'll be rooting for you for the Triple Crown. Um Just wanna know a little more about like your history. I know you've had such an amazing career, but uh when did when did you actually start riding?
4: I started in nineteen eighty two in, in New Mexico. Uh I'd been riding since I was a kid though. I I was riding match races, uh <laughs> Which is you know where two farmers mm-hmm. have a horse, and one says he's faster than the other guy, <laughs> they they match him and they run him down the down the road for about three hundred and fifty yards and I used to do that when I was was very young and then uh, started professionally in in Santa Fe New Mexico in nineteen eighty two and mm-hmm. i never never looked back since and just been going going going
1: that's great and um just wanted to know a little bit more you know about your history what what was it I don't know either inside of you or some sort of drive that made you want to pursue this as a career as like a real professional career well
4: i i i was i was always athletic when i was young but i just wasn't big enough to, to you know to play football i i football is my one of my passions mm-hmm. um I, I love watching it love playing it but i love basketball love playing baseball and i was kind of good at all things i just wasn't big big enough and I was crazy about horses at a very, very young age, and, and I thought, "Wow, this maybe this is something I could do." And then I was blessed with the with the right size. Of course, I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't grow a whole lot, so that certainly helped. And, and uh, you know, just just pursued that. And you know, I remember at a young age watching the, actually the Kentucky Derby, watching Secretariat win when I was just a kid, and mm-hmm. thinking, "Wow, man, maybe I could be, maybe I could be a jockey and win the Derby some year." You know, and here you are, man. Just a lot of hard work and. You know, it also helps when, when you absolutely love what you do, and I just love horses. I love riding, and it doesn't even feel like work. I can't believe I get paid to do that, to be honest with you.
0: I know. Mike, do you even ride horses unless you're getting paid?
4: <laughs> well, not anymore. I don't, because I'm scared I might fall off and <laughs> get hurt. Now, so did... I, it has to, right now, it has to be for, 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 for a check, you know? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, When I retire, I certainly will. I mean, I, I love getting on horses.
0: Could you ride Western as well. Didn't Tuff Hedeman, all-around cowboy, who's a good friend of yours, didn't he say that you, you wanted to be a bull rider too or you were thinking about that? Oh,
4: yeah. I I, tried, I did it all. When I was a kid, I was in, in all the horse programs, 4-H and all that. And, man, I, I rode bulls and tried roping and, and <laughs> you name it. Uh, I, I tried to do it on a horse, you know, and uh, I wasn't very good at bull riding. Of course, Tuff and all those guys, they went on to, Tuff went on to be world champion like three mm, or four mm-hmm. times, man. But I couldn't. I, I just wasn't quite big enough to even ride a bull, I guess, uh, to be honest with you. But, but horses just came natural to me. I mean, I just had a way with them uh, at a young age for whatever reason. Uh, I can't explain or describe it. It's, I just I just kind of know what they're saying, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> now, you know, Bob Baffert and you are both, Bob Baffert is a trainer of Justify, yeah. um, are Good both hair. Hall of Famers. And, you know, talk about that relationship you guys have because you guys, you know, have a great personal and business relationship. <laughs>
4: you know we really do we're, we're we're very close to bob and jill and, and their family man we're, we're good friends and and uh, you know bob's been telling me for a while man i want to win a derby what, what with you i want to win it you know he, he's he been we've been talking about this for a while and, and then you know we thought we had it early on with mckenzie and then, mm-hmm. then he got hurt and then, you know of course this great this big red thing jumps out of that <laughs> seemed like nowhere although it wasn't uh bob said i think i got him for you you know and and Look what happened! Man. It's just incredible. What a, a, that in its own right, uh, him getting this horse ready, off of three races to run a mile and a quarter and to win the Kentucky mm-hmm. Derby is a is a feat uh, that's indescribable. It, it's what he did is it's crazy, man. People just normal trainers just don't do stuff like that. He's he's just brilliant.
0: Right, and a lot of people who don't know, he didn't race as a two year old at all, Mike, and so people had a lot of doubts about him uh, winning the Derby.
4: Well, yeah, they have the Apollo Curse, they call it. It's been 1850-something, 100-something years. It's uh, a horse that didn't race it, two to win the Derby. So, I mean, it it took a horse like this to get it done. I mean, he's just a a special individual.
0: Now, it's funny, Bob, because we were talking a little about NBA playoffs before um, you came on, and Bob was saying that Justify is the LeBron James of horses. (laughs) (laughs)
4: He's a beast, I'll tell you that, so man. Well, you, you've seen him up, up, up close, oh, I'm yeah. sure. He's just a big, magnificent-looking horse, man. I mean, his muscle tone and his color. I mean, everything about him is just gorgeous. And mm. uh, Like I said before, he's got a great disposition, a wonderful mind that goes along with it on top of everything else. So he's just a special guy.
0: Now, he came back um, today. They're saying that he's good. Um, he rebounded back pretty well after that uh, race, so you'll be good to go in two weeks.
4: Yeah, that's what Bob said, especially this morning. I, when when he first after the race he had a slight a little bruising in the back his back seat a little bit, uh, which is a little tender but, but now with two days gone by, he's already over that and I guess he was full of himself this morning. They they brought him out and he was just all up and <laughs> <and running laughs> songs, so Yeah, his energy is back and he's, he's ready a star. to go. So the Lord's willing we'll stay happy, healthy, safe and sound and we'll
0: get there, you know. See what happens. Perfect. Well, we'll be rooting for you, Becky. You want to?
3: Yeah. Oh my talk gosh. Like my goodness. Well, I do have actually a question for you. Did you start out of the eleventh gate? Did I remember that correctly?
4: No, we were seventh. Seventh. Seven. Okay. Seven. So, yeah.
3: can you talk about that? The starting position really has a lot to do with it, doesn't it? The outcome of in the
4: jersey with twenty horses, yep. uh, it, it's very important uh, to get out well because as you saw, a lot of the horses in the race, mm-hmm. especially towards the outside, just got annihilated. Even then. sure, and I mean, in one jump, it's over. I mean, you you, you could lose it in one mm-hmm. jump, so it, it's extremely important to get away good. And he's on the he's on the big side. He's probably probably the biggest horse in the race, to be honest with you, I believe. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, So a lot of times, those you know those big horses are just a little bit slow the first jump, but man, I mean, gorgeous. Wow. He, he caught a flyer leading there. He jumped so good. I would just be oh, sorry about look- that. More than half my job was, was already over after the break, you know.
3: We're looking at a live picture or a picture of you racing, and it's just literally like a work of art.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, really, <laughs> it really is. It is. My goodness. Well, th- thank you. I don't know. Uh, maybe abstract art.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty incredible. Well, congratulations on that. Well, we were wondering if you would play a fun game with us. It's called This or That. And Mike, we do this to get to know all of our
0: celebrities and athletes that come on to kind of get people to know you outside of your sport.
2: Sure.
0: Don't all be right. shy.
3: Don't be shy. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say two things and then you'll tell us this or that. So the first one is gonna be LeBron or Jordan.
4: Jordan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, good right. answer. You
3: just won the panel with that good answer. Good answer. Lucky Penny or Rabbit's tail.
4: I'd rather pray.
3: Oh, yes. I, like I like it! it. Speaking <laughs> my language. Wonderful. Taco Tuesday, well, actually, Lucky Penny, then. I'll tell you that story later. Taco Tuesday or delivery pizza Friday?
2: I'm
4: a delivery pizza Friday <laughs> kind of guy. Yes.
3: Too. Mike for the win so yeah. far on these. Cruise control or lead foot?
4: Uh, I'm, I'm relaxed, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just floating along the freeway. You free like speed on me. the horses, that's Very it. speed yeah i do enough danger stuff as it is to right and horror, all right cruise control behind the wheel plan. i ain't no left for it that's for sure i
3: like it tom hanks or tom brady
4: i'm a football fanatic yeah. man but I, I admire tom hanks's work as an actor but man tom brady's just had us this world
3: good stuff sporting event or concert
4: you know what's so funny is i i love both man mm-hmm. i'm a huge music fan as well but uh Depends who was at concert and who was playing that uh, sure. kind of sport. Sure. It's Very like true. game seven of the finals. That's a tough or... one there for me.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, beach or mountains?
4: Hmm. You, I, in the past, I probably would have said mountain, but since I moved out to California, I'm starting to, starting yeah. to lay yeah. out in the sand a little bit. I used to be a little funny, but I used to call it dirt. <laughs> <laughs> sand dirt, but yeah. I... I'm starting to enjoy it. I'm just saying I don't go in the water much. Let's put it that way. I'll be a little bait for, for those big shorts. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
3: And just a few more here. French fries or French toast?
4: French toast. Ooh.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, handyman or hire a man?
4: Oh, hire a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a good one. And this, is, <laughs> this one hilarious. is special for you. Kentucky Derby or Breeders' Cup?
4: You can thank balls. Bonnie for that one. <laughs> man, Bonnie, that that's a, 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 a both. I've, so I've been so blessed now. Now mm-hmm. I've been so blessed to have won more than one Derby. But man, Breeders' Cup is, is awful special to me as well. Very, very special to me. Actually, I go crazy on Breeders' Cup.
2: Mm.
0: Um, now, Mike, before we let you go, I have one more question. Do you have a pre-race ritual? Because once mm-hmm. um, Becky mentioned that, do you do something? I know that you're religious, um, like myself, but mm-hmm. is there something that you do, you know, every time, kind of superstitious?
4: You know, I say a prayer before I go out every time.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, just for everybody to come back safe and the horses back uh, mm-hmm. safe and sound and all the riders. And I don't pray to win, but, but I, I kind of did, like, I don't know if you ever heard of the Feet Kai story about oh, yeah. when he won uh, on Swell where... He said, I, I prayed this morning to God, but I didn't pray to win with his accent. He said, but I did ask him for a little pooch. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. It's not a bad thing to ask for <laughs> some favor. Yeah, you know? it's okay. You can ask, ask a favor a every pooch. now and then. I got that
4: little that push out of the gate. I felt like someone pushed me out of there. I'll
3: tell you that. I love it. That's so good. Well, the penny thing, really quick, I want to mention that. The penny, if you guys look at a penny, it says, In God We Trust. It mm-hmm. does. So a penny is a reminder to me. There you go. Yeah. Yes, it's a, it's a reminder to me to always trust. So I always keep a penny. That's my lucky oh, my lucky thing. Nice. That's why I use that uh, question. I
4: like that I like now you got me like, doing something
2: new now. There you go. <laughs> there we
3: go.
0: Well, Mike, thank you so much. You know, it's always great having you on. Good friend. And, uh, you know, we're going to oh, I loved
4: it. We're going to be. had a lot of, uh, lot of fun. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be yeah. praying. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be doing this again in a couple weeks.
0: Yes, definitely. Yes. And I'm going to try to make it out to the Preakness, uh, Mike. If, and if not, uh, when you win that, because you will win it, yeah. we will. Uh, I'll see you at Belmont Lord's for willing. Triple Crown.
4: Lord <laughs> willing. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you, buddy.
0: Thanks, Mike. You're the best. Thanks, Mike. Thank
4: you. Thanks. See y'all later. Nice meeting you guys. You too. Gonna to meet you too. Man.
3: Good luck.
0: Uh, <laughs> is to
4: great? Thank
1: you. Bye bye.
3: Wow, VJ, he is awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Wow, good guy, right?
1: Such a great guy. Yeah, yeah
0: doesn't it make you want to. You know what I'm saying? You really want to pull for him. I want
1: to pull for him now. Yeah. Yeah. he's such a nice guy. Right. Wow. Gracious. humble and gracious. So humble. Gracious, yeah, you so know, humble. I mean, that's
0: what I was talking about. Like you've probably seen some races, but when they mm-hmm. go across the line, they put their hands mm-hmm. up. They do something kind of crazy. Just he just held- was still focusing, and then you know mm-hmm. after when he came back around to do his victory lap, he just kept you know praying and thanking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a lot God. of
1: I. Haven't mm. met a lot of people that would be that humble after a derby win. I'll tell you that right? much. It's incredible, it's and you he heard it. He's going to
3: come <laughs> back.
0: He's going to come back here in two that, weeks when he yeah.
3: when he wins. That'd be an
0: exciting. And you know, it'd be nice
1: because you know, he
0: does maybe. live, you know, somewhat up the streets to get him in studio.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing. Maybe you after
3: know? the triple crown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that was fun. I feel like you guys, you know, kind of engaged in that, so and good. you know, kind of learned a little bit about it. It kind of makes you have a different respect for what they do too. Oh, I have It's. You know, it's not, they're not making the millions of dollars like, you know, mm-hmm. some of these athletes and they're putting a lot of hard work.
1: But it's, and it's, dangerous it's dangerous, too. too. They're mm-hmm. putting a, you're riding, I mean, the speed that they go and, you have to, it's so... Well, to control you,
3: this animal, it's, just it's not, If you watch the Secretariat, you actually see a lot of what goes into being a jockey, which is why I wanted to ask exactly. him, like, what do you, People don't realize how much athleticism is? And it you takes. guys
0: also remember, you know, he didn't probably want to, you know, speak about it too much, but these jockeys, you know, they have to stay so, you know... Still? Uh, mm-hmm. No, the the weight that they have to yeah. stay at. Oh, okay. You know, a lot of the guys, you know, the fluctuate between, like, 112, 116, um, mm-hmm. and this is, like, these are men that are having to control these huge, you know animals, yeah. and they're not... You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not... They're yeah. They're like that wiry strong, if that makes sense. You know, they're not the big muscles. Sure. No, but
1: they can balance themselves on a horse, but the scary thing about that is if you fall in that speed, mm. on that I ground, know. in a race like that, like that... For a lot of people, that could be it. Which oh, is it is it. A lot reason. of them end up in a wheelchair. They put know? their bodies on the line and, every single race. And I just, and I find that amazing. They don't, right. get, they don't get enough respect. Mm-hmm.
0: No, and you know, there's not even a union. So after they retire, huh. there's nothing mm-hmm. for them. There's no, the, You know, so they have this, you mm-hmm. know, um, the jockey's disabled fund that helps mm-hmm. with them when they retire or when you know, if they're hurt while they're riding. Because there's not like, oh. you know, there's not a union like yeah. there's on oh. an NBA and MLB, which you'd be shocked, right? It's 2018. Right. Yeah, you The think. 144th running of the Kentucky Derby, and there's not that. So well, 44th. I
3: found it interesting. The most interesting comment is him saying when he, the reason why he didn't celebrate is because of the weight on the the horse. I had no idea, but it makes sense. Like the smallest shift could actually either spook the horse or... Sometimes you'll see a jockey kind of look back
0: and that can, you know, kind of screw up some things, but he was... uh Still, there's been some that still will still kind of do something because you just yeah, won the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, it's a
1: feeling takeover.
0: And I honestly. wonder what
3: the horse thinks. Do you think that they know they just won? Well, like, well, what some happening? do, like,
0: you know, uh, California Chrome. I don't know if you remember that horse. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, I yeah. actually did a couple um, features on him, and he actually loved the crowd. He loved the cameras. <laughs> People would take photos and say, Chrome, Chrome, and he'd be like, This. You're kidding. Literally, like, Uh, yes, this <laughs> side, oh, this side. You know, and then some horses don't even, you know, they're not. You, yeah. know, you know, but okay. some, you know, just like anything, they kind of just know that there's
3: there's so something good. different about that race. You yeah, can you feel know, the energy. You it's know, like animals an
1: go off by energy. Yeah, so. it's an energy that's put out. Like sometimes you can just feel it. Right. You just know.
3: Ooh, there's some throwing shade happening on LeBron in the chat. I'm just mm. saying, good or bad. It says I don't see any quit in this horse. LeBron quits on his team. Ooh. <gasps> oh! All right, Bernard X, oh, we I hear like, you. Oh, I like
1: that. <laughs> wow, he came back. <laughs> he brought one back for the land. <laughs> he banked it. <laughs> he banked that shot. He banked <gasps> one in for the oh, land. Oh, God, Woo! I couldn't believe it. I was
0: watching that in Louisville, and the whole, like, we actually were at Mike's yeah. celebration dinner sure. after he won, and everyone was watching the Cavs game, and everyone's like, he banked it. Like, we were just like, who makes that shot? I mean, I don't like LeBron, but you got to give him some. you got to give him some. Respect. And that's a good shift. I mean, to me. he, yeah, he really,
1: uh, he's something, he something, something, he
0: something kind of, special. He's something
1: amazing and, yeah. a shot and like I respect
0: what he does. I just he's still kind of a you know yeah I can't I say mean, the word but you know he just sometimes yeah. come on he babies some things and fall, you know he barely yeah. gets hit and he falls and he's crying and come on. But, but I mean he's
3: carrying that he carried that series. I'm he not carried lie. Oh yeah no, he's carrying that team.
0: The yeah. four wins I mean, versus really the Raptors.
1: Is. But a shot like that, it's a lot of people don't understand to kiss it off the glass that softly, one shot to I mean if six not seconds. you said it over time six seconds to drive the length of the floor, that mm-hmm. angle, that shot, that height yeah. off the glass, it's uh, almost a, no, impossible. It is impossible. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> people <Yeah>. don't <laughs> people see bank shot and they think, oh, we just banked of it in. Course. With the beauty of a bank shot like it, that. And really watch that shot. It's like Tim Duncan esque. Yeah,
0: it's actually. It really is. Uh, yeah. It's I crazy. Just, and I, I kept know. saying to everyone. The only way that the Cavs probably will exit the playoffs is is the Pacers, and the Pacers mm-hmm. handed them that. Because mm-hmm. think about it. The Pacers, Pacers took they, them to seven. They, they took they, them to they, a tough to seven. seven. And then they sweep the Raptors. I mean, if you really think about that first round, David and Becky, like mm-hmm. there were a couple games that the Pacers should have won. And so sure. oh, the they Cavs should've. wouldn't even be there. And you look at a regular season with the Raptors. They have the best, you know, Best record. record number in the one East. seed and the best history in their franchise. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean? Absolutely nothing. nothing. They get yeah.
1: nothing. four owed yeah. by a four they, seed. Nothing. By And then you think about it, they even struggled against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. They did. It's it's one of the first okay, I'm not gonna say one of the first times, but every year in the East you kinda see the same thing of LeBron never gets that one seed. It's always this year was the Raptors. The right. Celtics get it a couple times. Right. It was the Hawks. It, it was means the Pacers. nothing.
0: The number one seed means nothing. It means mm-hmm.
1: nothing in the East, I, because especially in the NBA. LeBron, it LeBron could get the eight seed and still yeah. take a team to the final. It doesn't matter for him. That's why they rest those guys at the end of the regular season. This is the first time in a long time I've ever looked at a four and a one and said that four is going to win. No doubt. Right, that four is going to sweep them in the fourth. And record. then
0: you see DeRozan doesn't even get to play; he's mm-hmm. ejected after slapping Jordan Clarkson around. Um, that game, that game four. I don't know if you guys watched it. It mm-hmm. was so
1: boring, anticlimactic. It, was, mm-hmm. climatic. it mm-hmm. was just you mm-hmm. just knew
0: it. Like I already knew that they're going to sweep, but sure. you just thought I it'd didn't. be a little more competitive, don't you think?
1: I hoped it would be more competitive. I, well, I think we
0: thought it was going to go to six at least. Like yeah. I don't I know.
1: I just. I had, I had more faith in DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. Yeah,
0: well, Lowry, like, he just doesn't, they don't show up. There's something mm-hmm. about that platform, that big
3: stage, they just can't do, do that. Previ- but do you think the previous round maybe, like, tuckered him out? Do you no, think had- no, not I at just, all. They that just wasn't... don't show up. There's certain guys who just don't show up uh-huh. in the playoffs. Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, it's just like, it's this idea of, in today's NBA, it's the game has gotten. I won't say tougher, but the players have just gotten better. So you have this level of, like, megastar of right. LeBron and, like... I'll throw, like, Durant in there and Curry's up there and players like that. And then you have below them, like, superstars. Like, DeRozan's in there. Right. And just because... Derozan's not top top tier. Doesn't mean he's not an amazing player. But if you're playing against guys who are like, mm-hmm. like LeBron, I would say is incredible. Is so much better than Derozan. When you're playing against guys like that, oh, and gosh. you have to rely it's, just, on. I mean, you
0: really can see the difference too of just.
1: And you know what? I you always have to look at is
0: how players just step it up when it comes to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then the guys who play great regular season. You know, and I'm not just talking about rookies, but they just like so hit a wall. wall. You no, know? It's it happens.
1: W- yep. Right? It's that April-May-June basketball, yeah, yeah. and, and they LeBron just can't thrives.
0: Play. And he thrives, mm-hmm. you know, and it's crazy. I mean, yes, J.R. Smith and Kevin Love and Korver, they all got hot, which helped, right? Mm-hmm.
1: But it still was it's just, I mean, they just destroyed the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Oh, they destroyed them. Even in, like, games were close. Like, I know there were a couple, like, close shots mm-hmm. and, like, you know, yes, the there Yes, game were, but, but still, I mean, I always want to say a win is a win. Right. right, but there's a difference between a win off the glass at the last second, a win by two, and a win that they just completely blew them out in game four. But mm-hmm. regardless, that was the
0: only game that was really exciting. Was yeah. game three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, game three was. <laughs> was yeah. Regardless,
1: yeah. I mean, they swept them. Right? They were mm-hmm. just—they proved they're the better team, and mm-hmm. I really think they have a shot at the finals. Yeah, like,
3: oh, one hundred percent. Kidding.
0: Um, what happens the- now with, with Casey? Dwayne Casey, you mm-hmm. know, you know, head Don't coach had him. this because this, they're talking about firing because
1: every single year. All the teams lose, and they find the scapegoat, and it's always it's the, the head coach. coach. It's always the coach. Dwayne Casey is an amazing a, coach. I, I love him. He's a great coach. But, but players you still know, have to play but you, basketball.
0: But you know how it happens. That this is a this is a players game. It's a players you know? game. And they will always blame yep. the head yep. coach. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. You always are going to do that. But he still has guys like DeRozan and Larry who have to show up. But it's not mm-hmm. his fault if shots are not falling and players are not stepping up in these big games. Don't do not blame right. the coach because he's
3: he brought they that will, team to a first. Oh, they do. Season. They they yeah, they, they they won't, it do. won't matter. Yeah, they're not going to fire a player. We
0: don't have much time before we close up this show, but let's talk a little bit about we've got the Warriors, Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Um, Draymond Green is playing out of his mind.
1: Amazing. He's right? the heart. He's the heart of that team. He, he definitely, really is the heart is the of. The heart of it.
0: I mean, and they've just got so many weapons. I mean, it's mm-hmm. crazy. You know, I it was interesting to see you know Draymond playing center and you know. Matching up against Anthony Davis mm-hmm. and to see how that was going to be because you know for a while they tried Devell McGee and that didn't work. <laughs> no, it's- so Draymond, you need, you need him. He's mm-hmm. intensity. I mean, and he he's another guy we talk about. Look at him during the regular season and look at him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's stepping up. It's he's
1: it's crazy how, it's well he's, how he's playing. You mm-hmm. Playing with your heart, that's when you step up. You yeah. step up in the playoffs and you use that pure strength that he has and intensity. That's. I mean, you see a lot of players get teed up a lot, but it's because they play with their heart. Right. They let their emotions get the better of them sometimes. I like—I
0: much rather have a guy on my team that is has heart, and you know, maybe gets a little emotional, and you know, mm-hmm. maybe you know mm-hmm. is going to throw a couple elbows, you know. But i, I like that as yeah. a player. I like—I li- I like the intensity. I think every team needs that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know he may yeah. foul out every now and then in certain things but I like that emotion I like that heart I don't right. like the guy who's always even keeled that's just my opinion no I don't it, like oh, it because no, well,
3: the players need to feel like they got each other's backs yes so like we're
0: in this together and there's someone yeah. that always got your back yes. and someone who's you know like yeah. in, in hockey the enforcer you know always. what I'm saying yeah. and, and so I think you I think you like that that's Raymond why fights Green. are a big deal mm-hmm. in hockey is because yeah. it actually so we know that it's basically, if you think about it, it's probably, unless we see something completely crazy or, you know, a really bad injury, it looks like it will be the Warriors of Cavs. Yeah, yeah, apologies in the to the
1: Pelicans and the Jazz, but come on. Yeah, come on now. It's, yeah, it's that's it's the Western Conference Finals we've all been mm-hmm. waiting for. And mm-hmm.
0: going back to hitting a wall, Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, showing, it's a wall. Right? No, it yeah. really is. And I hate to say because I do like both of them a lot. Oh, but it de- just, oh, me too. But I think you'll see that they can get over that wall. You know that hump when they play their sophomore year
1: next year. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's a look, and you take a look. I just want to quickly look over to the um, the Celtics Sixer series, right. which I yes. think. I mean,
0: I, I was glad they got one. Insane. The Sixers, <laughs> right? I think they yeah.
1: They were due one, one, but. It's the the Celtics. It's because of... It's Brad we, Stevens. Brad Stevens. I'm sorry. It's Brad Stevens yeah. all the way. Sometimes I don't want to blame the coach, but sometimes for wins, you just got to he, blame the coach. He's just a
0: phenomenal coach. And think yeah. about it. You know, everyone, you know, I don't know. Were, we're not forgetting, but no Kyrie Irving.
1: No and No, no Hayward. Hayward. The no entire Hayward. season.
0: So imagine, this is the only thing that bothers me going into the Eastern Conference Finals because mm-hmm. we know it's going to be Celtics-Cavs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they had those two, I really believe that uh, the Who, Celtics could going to beat the Cavs. Who's going to
3: give LeBron don't you, a run for their money, though? Yeah.
1: But it's... I mean, the way Stevens <laughs> yeah. shut down, da- the way Brad Stevens shut down Ben Simmons. Oh, that I one know. game where he had one point. Oh, oh I mm-hmm. know. I want to see what he throws at LeBron, especially guys. What do you guys
3: think, though? Who's, who's, <sighs> no. who's going it's, to go it's ahead no, and have it. It's
0: no way. It, I mean, Jalen Brown, he's playing in some good basketball, too. They're all playing. Too. But I just... But do you agree that if Hayward and Irving were were in mm. it, that they could beat the I definitely Cavs? Because I think they
1: could. I mean, he's using Al Horford. Oh, what so a story well, that is! Is Kyrie Irving and yeah. LeBron? I wanted to That's see that I so wanted bad. That. You me both? <laughs> I was waiting for that. I'm like, all right, Celtics, Cavs. We're gonna see the clash between Kyrie and LeBron. They're gonna go right yeah. at and that each other, shot for line, shot. It
0: would have been so great. Yeah. And now it's gonna be a little anticlimactic. And we know the but, Cavs are gonna win that series. Yeah. And then it's gonna be Cavs Warriors again, and the Warriors gonna win it.
1: So wow. I actually agree with you. Yeah, like I want—I can the The, the
0: yeah. Cavs just don't have enough weapons to go, uh, you know, up against this the Warriors. The, the Warriors got a deep no. bench. They've got mm-hmm. Steph's healthy now. Yeah. There's no way you can yeah. beat them.
1: It's we're gonna you see double.
0: The, you double team Durant. There's, there's, you know, have, with three other guys are open. You know what well, I'm saying? There's, it, no, there's no Lebron's the only to, one playing. It's not a team sport over yeah. there.
1: No, so, I don't. I don't like it. I know it's kind of
0: boring, but to be honest with you, I think the first round was the best
1: basketball. Now it's kind of getting a little. That's it's just my opinion. Predictable. You know? Not yeah. It's where we are. Now it's predictable. Eventually when you funnel down to it, it just ends up at the same kind of like theme. It's right. Cavs, Warriors. This year the Warriors are going to take it. Yeah. The Warriors probably should have taken it when it was they had the 3-1 lead. Sorry, Warriors fans. And before we wrap it up, Ugh. who
0: people were so concerned about the Warriors and the Cavs, how they were struggling through the regular season. Am I right? Well, and, that was injuries
1: for the Warriors. Right? Yeah. And yeah. the Cavs, that was they they straight up their team. Yeah. But
0: isn't it funny, though? And then you look. Again, all that matters is post-season. Post you know, yeah. like that in every sport. So. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that was exciting. You know, some NBA, NHL, and then, of course, Mike Smith, our guest, who was phenomenal. And mm-hmm. we were so glad to have him. But we're going to wrap it up. We'll be back here on Tuesday on the Weekly Pass. Thank you guys for joining me Thank again you. for another Tuesday. Thanks for having us. We'll be back again at 2 o'clock Pacific Coast time. I'm Bonnie Jill Laughlin, and you can find us on the weekly pass at B J L Weekly Pass. And for me, at Bonnie Jill on Instagram, Facebook, and at BJ Laughlin on
1: Twitter. Uh, you can find me at uh, David H. Bloom on both Instagram and Twitter. Just uh, Tara Rozier, I'm high on you, my man. <laughs> Do some good stuff. Come on. Don't put me wrong.
3: All right, don't prove me wrong. I'm Becky Sotero. You can find me on all social media, Becky Sotero. Thank you for joining on the chat. We had lots of you in today. We'll see you next week. Thank you much. Bye-bye.
2: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire
1: AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.